kitchen. All you cool cats and kittens. We're back. It's us, Ryan. And Nina. And we are the TVBs. And we have been gone for close to a year because season one ended, lives got busy, and now we are both fun employed and in quarantine. So we'll we thought, you know, this is the perfect time to start season two. And we've seen a lot of TV in the last year, haven't we? Oh my gosh, almost too many shows to count. But I'm so excited to be doing this remote podcast with you with Shelter in Place. Yes. And actually, you know what? (laughs) (laughs) I've never done a remote podcast before, so this will be brand new. Well, I'm doing it with you and no one else. Yes, Not like there's same. a long line outside of my door. But, <laughs> <laughs> but we're back, everyone. We're back. And I have a couple of exciting announcements. Um, the first thing is you might see that our SoundCloud has been pretty much washed. Um, that is because I decided new season, new content. But you can find all of our season one Um podcasts, all 12 episodes on our Patreon. The link is in the bio. Um, All of these episodes will be free to you as long as you sign up to be a patron of ours um, at the low price of $1 per video. And we upload about once per week. That will ensure that we keep these podcasts going. All of the proceeds go to making this podcast so much better than it already is. And uh, you'll be able to find exclusive content there if you uh, are a patron, because we are going to have another podcast uh, called Bees Buzz, where we talk about the news, gossip, and whatever in the hell we damn well please that's not uh, TV related, because there's so much more to entertainment, such as music, books, movies, the list goes on and on. Exactly. And we be buzzing. (laughs) So you can uh, go to the link in our bio in order to look at not only our patron feed, Patreon features for our patrons, uh, but you could also just buy us a drink through our link uh, via coffee. Um, So yeah, you can keep us hydrated if you damn well please. Also, we'll be posting regularly to our Instagram of everything that we talk about so you can cross-reference as you listen. And um, any links of things that we recommend will also be in our link tree. So uh, without further ado, how about uh, we share with the audience, if you haven't already read the title of this episode, what we'll be talking about? Oh my gosh, I'm so excited, Ryan. I don't think I've mentioned yet, but I'm wearing my big cat onesie right now. And my are literally sitting right next to me, one on the right and one on the left. So I'm feeling very inspired (laughs) and very in tune to what we're about to discuss. Hell yeah. (laughs) It's one of our favorite new shows and we could have gone over anything um, that we've watched over the past year, but this was just released about two weeks ago and it has swept the world over and united everybody in quarantine. And that is 
the Netflix docuseries Tiger King, Murder, Mayhem, and Madness. I'm going to go with check each of those boxes. Murder, check. Mayhem, check. Madness, check. Um, you know. A check, check. Those <laughs> that agree. Uh, you know, this show uh, is best summarized. Uh, well, you can summarize it about 20 different ways because there are about 20 different plots going on. But to generalize it, how about you just... Uh, Give us a little briefing of what we might hear, G. Of course. So um, according to Wikipedia, just want to cite them there, Tiger King, Murder, Mayhem, and Madness, in case you guys have been living under a rock, which some of you may have with this new shelter in place, Netflix did an amazing thing. They saw an opportunity and they definitely took it. With Tiger King, it's a 2020 true crime documentary miniseries about the life of dear Joseph Allen Maldonado Passage. Yes, you've heard that right. That is his full name. So whenever we discuss Joseph Allen Maldonado Passage, aka Joe Exotic, um, this whole docuseries is really about him. He's popularly known as Joe Exotic. It was released on March 20th of 2020. So yeah, you're right. That was about two to three weeks ago when kind of all the craziness first started with where we are currently in the world. Yeah. This series focuses on the small but deeply interconnected society of big cat conservatives. conservationists oh my god I'm on my first drink which we'll get to (laughs) you illiterate Lil B as you can see I've really been doing my best in this quarantine hell yeah rock on anytime anyways (laughs) characters like Carol Baskin owner of Big Cat Rescue and also a couple that we'll get to in a little bit but if you really want to know more about who the F is Joe Exotic, well, he was born in 1963, so he's a tad bit older, we can say. That makes him, what, like 50-something? 50, 50 yeah. Um, he is actually, um, well, I don't want to give that away yet, because if you haven't watched, we'll get to this in a little bit, of where currently Joe Exotic is. <laughs> But he owned and ran the Greater Winehood Exotic Animal Park in Oklahoma. And he claimed to be the most prolific breeder of tigers in the United States. That's a pretty, like, heavy title, I would say. I think you're coming for it with your cat collection. Oh, my gosh. I'm almost there. If you guys can see <laughs> right now. Anyway, this next line, Wikipedia, thank you so much for including He twice unsuccessfully ran for public office first, let me say, for president of the United States in 2016 as an independent and then for governor of Oklahoma in 2018. Icon. That's that's where we need to start right there. Okay. Well, before we go into the series, in true TVB's fashion, Um, We have a drink recommendation, and this drink recipe you can find on our Instagram. So you can go ahead and pause and make yourself a screwball tiger teeny in case you want a crazy take on a screwdriver. Um, Or if you're white trash like Gina, you can drink what? 
Oh, white claws. Thought it was appropriate. <laughs> They're both appropriate. It depends on if you want to get real nasty or real fancy. Uh, also, you know what we do here at TVBs? We have a buzzword. You know what that means? We say this word, you drink. We'll drink with you. If you do not imbibe in libations, sip on tea, sip on coffee, just drink with us. You'll have a good time. Um, so normally with our buzzword, we put little pieces of paper in a little hat or a box that has bees all over it. This is true. We should take a picture of it and post our buzzword box. Um, but I have put six random words into a list randomizer. Thank you, random.org backslash lists. And Gina's going to pick a number one through six. I'm going to press randomize and whichever number corresponds with the word is our buzzword. So go ahead, give it to me, Gina. One number, one through six. I'm going to go with four. Four. Randomize. Ah, we're going to get fucked up. The word is cat. Oh my gosh, well, in true TVB's form, all you cool cats and kittens, drink up. Ooh. And we will be right back to give you all of the crazy details of this. Um, and uh, if you don't want spoilers, stop listening now. <laughs> Cheers, Yabi. Cheers, Yabi. And we are back. Um, I'm actually really excited to talk about this show. Um, I mean, tell me. You're the one that really encouraged me to watch it. You were texting me like every day last week. Did you watch it yet? Did you watch it yet? And finally, I was like, okay, I'll watch an episode. I watched an episode and then I couldn't stop. I watched all seven episodes back to back. I just want you to know that I even have my parents streaming this right now. That is how oh I am with this show. And to back up to all of our listeners, I am a huge cat fanatic. Anything that features a cat, that has a cat, I'm there. I'm one of those crazy cat ladies, and I'm not afraid to say that out loud. Anyways, um, I am not a cat fan, but I was instantly hooked to this show. Why? Okay, well, my first thoughts watching it, um, I was like, oh, this sounds really interesting. And at first it was super educational and I was learning a lot about the business, but it's within the first few minutes I realized how batshit this show was going to be once they showed that bitch Carol Baskin going through her closet full of animal prints. And it just showed her standing in the middle of her living room. That's full of uh, non fur cat uh, decor because she's actually allergic to cats, ironically. Um, and it just pans from her feet all the way up and it's all of these mismatched cat prints and she thinks she is the hottest thing in town and it was at that moment i was like oh this is going to be so entertaining so several things in the intro really caught me but as soon as i saw that panning of her outfit i was just like okay i am in for a wild ride and then i didn't realize that 
that one ride was going to veer off into at least five dozen other wild rides. <laughs> it is a wild ride, that's for sure. And speaking of wild rides, the fact that she literally bikes all over the property is <laughs> actually very funny to me. And I just, I clicked on Netflix right now because I wanted to see if it was still trending in the top five. So Netflix now has, um, if you open the app, the top 10 shows in the U.S. today, shows, movies, original series, and Tiger King is still number one. Holy shit. So I wow. Very interesting. And anyways, in one of the first clips, it shows her biking. And I can't believe I forgot that she bikes everywhere on her property. It's so, <laughs> it's so Carol Baskin, right? Like what else oh, yeah. is she doing? She's not going to ride in a Jeep or, you know, a four wheeler. She's going to just, you know, swiftly ride from to and from like the hippie inner child she is. And when Gina says hippie, she means it. Flower crown always, flowy garments, always talks in a very airy voice. But instantly, you know, there's something about her that was so off um, in the best way possible. Um, and the thing is, this show is about Joe Exotic. However, there are so many side characters that you just become obsessed with, whether it's one of the assistants at his zoo, um, whether it's a rival of his, whether it's somebody he's working with, the lady that he picks up at the gas station to give a second chance in life, who immediately starts crying knowing she's going to be living on a cat property in a trailer for free. He did that to several people. As you continue to watch each episode, it shows basically all of his employees. How he <laughs> found them, like at yeah, a bus stop, a gas station, walking around town. Maybe also, um, this is interesting. There's an episode where they show someone who just got out of jail and is like sitting randomly on a bench that he walks over to. And oh, then, yeah. I think that's the only way that people will physically be his employee is if they know, A, they're making some money, but not a lot of money, but it's still, you know, a dollar or two. Totally. And they're also being fed. And we can get into what they're being fed later. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so we are ranting right now about random things about the show. But to just summarize it, put it into perspective, feel free to jump in at any time. But Joe Exotic, as Gina mentioned, he runs this zoo that he um, breeds different tigers and lions. And he created ligers and tie-ins and tried to, wanted to at some point create a, um, a saber-toothed tiger uh, modern saber-toothed tiger through crossbreeding and his tigers are like the loves of his life and it also follows his rivalry slash mentorship of um, Doc Antle who runs a uh, wildlife petting zoo very similar to what uh, Joe Exotic structured his business after and it shows their relationship and then it also shows um how carol baskin is fighting against the both of them because she ironically keeps cats in cages but it's different because she doesn't touch the 
cats and oh we've we've said cats about 10 times everybody take a big gulp really quick we didn't want to interrupt but i think that's about three drinks right now (laughs) all right i took three big sips um and she essentially thinks that she has a sanctuary i personally think she's doing just the same thing as them she charges people to watch the cat to look at the cats the only thing that's different to me is that at least Carol is not having people touch the cats, but I still don't think that's a huge deal. I mean, I remember going to like petting zoos as a kid and it's not like it's going to like destroy the goats and the pigs. You know what I mean? Exactly. I think all of these big names, AKA the characters that are in this show in the big cat industry are all doing similar and slightly different things at their parks or big cat parks as they big cat parks <laughs> on here. I think this is interesting, Ryan. I didn't read um originally the titles of each of these episodes, but the first one's titled Not Your Average Joe. And I think that is the perfect description of this entire series because Oh my God. As you guys will witness, if you already haven't, um, Joe Exotic is definitely not your average Joe. And that can be said to all of the characters that Ryan is is describing right now that all own their own type of big cat park, drink again, or cat-like atmosphere that they've created. Yes. Um, either way, people are paying to go see these cats. At one point, Joe Exotic went on this cross country mall tour to put on magic shows and to show these cats to the world and a trained magician yes he learned i i believe he was trained by an eighth grader there you go (laughs) i don't know actually he watched it at an assembly in elementary school Um, and then like Carol is just trying to take them down the whole time. And then we meet a zany bunch of, um, workers, um, or cult members, if it's in Doc Antle's case, um, who actually is the sister wives of the big cat drink up community. This is going to get us all feeling really good with a uh, cat at the buzzword. Ooh, I see what you did there. <laughs> you BSB. Um, so there are so many subplots, and even though we don't mind spoilers, this is really one of those shows where you have to see it to believe it. Um, I think the best thing for us to do, if you haven't seen the show, is how about both of us give our top three highlights from the entire series? That way, um, you guys could at least be like, okay, that's what they're talking about. And if you've already seen it, share your top three highlights with us in the comments below. How about you go first, G? Okay. So I can only narrow it down to three, which we could probably make this podcast about three hours long if we were to really go through each of the main highlights. Because Hell Yeah. Every minute there's a highlight. I mean, it's just, if you were to play your own drinking game with every time Joe Exotic says a word or does something completely out of the ordinary, you wouldn't get past the first 30 minutes. So we'll leave it at that. But my top three highlights, um, number one, Carol's wedding photo. Now, Carol is a key player in this entire 
entire docuseries. We wouldn't have it without her. But I just want to say her wedding photo, which we'll post on, on Instagram in one of our highlights, just so you can see it for those that haven't seen it already. She's basically posing in a non, hmm, what's the right word? Traditional. A, traditional and appropriate. <laughs> appropriate for who Carol is in her life and possibly a look into really the inside of her own crazy cat lady brain. But her wedding photo is basically having her husband, her current husband, mind you, and we can get into the specifics of her husband drama later, but her current husband on a leash, a chained leash at that, her current husband is wearing leopard print of this I don't know. I'd like to say crazy leopard print outfit, kind of like Bam Bam, if you're um, trying to imagine it without seeing a photo. And she's basically like, yeah, I hold the reins here, not you, is what I get from it. She's the leader. She's the dominant. And he's just a pet. And that's their life in general. So I had to pause and have a very serious laughing moment when that picture popped up on the screen (laughs) i mean i would love to have my wedding photo like that but you know one can only hope and dream (laughs) so that's my first highlight um i mean really anytime carol's on the screen is a highlight for me but the wedding photo definitely take note of that secondly i think we have to talk about joe exotic and all of his songs his music videos that are throughout this entire docuseries. Now we'll get into the truth behind these song lyrics and the videos later, but the one that I love the most is Joe Exotic's I Saw a Tiger song and video. And there's (laughs) tons of great memes about this. I'm going to tell my kids this was Tim McGraw. Oh my God. (laughs) But it's so catchy. It's so good. I feel like I could be in a Target store shopping and hearing it. Um, It's hilarious. So definitely um, take note if you haven't watched the docuseries already, or if you want to watch it again, of all of his songs and video, music videos to... Um, songs about cats, basically. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's just, it's great TV. That's all I can say. And I guess he had two full albums, which I'll, I'll have to dive deeper in after the podcast to really see how many songs were on each album. And like, we could have gotten those out the warehouse back when that was a store, you know? Oh, I remember the warehouse. I don't know what we were thinking, but who knew he ran for president and who knew he had two albums? Shit. (laughs) A highlight in itself. Okay, my last highlight. This is introducing a new character that we'll get into a little bit later. His name is James Gerritsen, also known as like a real life Chucky doll, which is, I mean, these memes about Mr. Gerritsen are like A1 for sure. But there is a scene where basically think of an overweight Chucky doll on a jet ski, just riding the waves. And they have to put this in 
one of the episodes. It's like this moment that I feel as though he told the directors, I just want an action scene because it doesn't fit with anything else that's really happening. And all of a sudden it cuts to him on a jet ski, the most unlikely person to ever set foot on some sort of water sport. Um, And you'll know what I'm talking about. And please comment um, and let us know if our highlights are aligning with your highlights or if there's others, you know, that you think are way better than ours. But definitely those three are my top. And also we'll definitely post that meme of him on the jet ski because so many people have taken, um, I guess, different takes on what they think about that moment. It's definitely Fry Festival worthy, you know? Oh, yeah, I could see that. I was genuinely confused when he was talking about one thing and then it just cut to him on a jet ski. I was like, all right, there he goes. Well, he's feeding his like lemur in the cage and talking to the camera about, you know, so exotic and this and that. And the next thing you know, he's on the jet ski. Like, what does that prove or solve? We still out here. We still think that you're an oversized Chucky doll. And you kind of have a haircut like the owner of the Raiders, if you've ever seen his bowl haircut before. So Um, Speaking of haircuts, I have to, I'm going to share this meme with you all as well, but it said um, the real villain of this is whoever's doing the haircuts in this town. Oh, I saw that one. (laughs) So good. Okay, so if I had to narrow it down to top three highlights of the entire series, the first thing that stands out to me is his goddamned election campaign, both of them. He's running for president like, I ain't gonna wear no suit. I'm gonna have my two husbands. I'm gonna own my cats. I'm gonna carry around my guns. And he is just so about it. He films all of these things. Some of his presidential campaigns. They're iconic. They are in one, he literally gets like dragged by a tiger, which we'll go into a little bit more in detail in a little bit when we talk about him and Carol's relationship. But it is, and he's like, You goddamn cat, you let go of me. And he has this crazy, gravelly voice because he is so crazy and fucked up, clearly on drugs. Um, so his election campaign is A1. If you even just go on YouTube and look up Joe Exotic election campaign. It shows like the interviews that he's done. They're iconic. Ryan, Another for his um, election campaign, did you notice that he got 19%? 19%, yes. Of the vote. I'm not sure. I'm guessing that was for when he was running for governor. But the yes. fact that he even got 19%. It's mind-boggling. Oh, yeah. Well, people relate to him. They're like, hell yeah, I want to carry my guns and be free like a cat. Oh, and his um, election campaign manager. Can't forget him. Okay, first of all, that's another highlight uh, within the election campaign because he, used, the campaign manager, was a teenager <laughs> that worked at the Walmart where Joe would get all of his ammunition. Um and then one day he was like, hey, 
I think you're a cool dude. I'd like you to run my campaign. And then the guy is like, sure, I'm more than happy to do that for you, Joe. <laughs> and um, he's definitely one of my favorite characters. <laughs> he's fun. I feel bad for him, though, for reasons that I'm not going to spoil, because I feel like that's the most shocking thing in the series. Most definitely in his life. Um, ugh. Okay. Second thing that stands out to me is everything surrounding Saf's missing arm. First of all, okay, guys, I have to get into this, and there are several spoilers in this story. So Saf is a trans man who works for Joe and was there, like, you know, last resort type of thing, loves the animals. Um, He uh, was taking care of one of the tigers, I believe, feeding them and the tiger grabbed a hold of his arm and ripped it off. And the first thing that Joe Exotic decides to do before tourniqueting Saf's arm is he grabs this EMS jacket because as the meme says, the drip never dies. Um, And he's walking around smoking his cigarette um, on the walkie-talkie, like, you guys get the 911 out here right now. And he is freaking out. And Saf is completely calm. Um, they're, you know, tourniqueting the arm. They end up being able to uh, stitch the arm back together. But they were like, it's you know, it's going to be two years of reconstructive surgery. Or you can take it off. And she's like, hey. Just take it off. I don't care. I think she was a Marine or she was in some sort of military branch, but she's just like, all right, let's do it. I'll adapt. Now, as soon as this happens, a tour is about to start at the zoo. Joe walks in to the gift shop where all of the visitors are gathering, waiting to start this tour. And this gift shop is beyond crazy. He sells cat print underwear, drink up. Um, Calendars with his face. Calendars. His DVD collections of his music videos. um, uh, Shirts that say, God, what do those shirts say? It said something like, oh, I got peed on by a cat or something like that. Um, and he announces, hey, y'all, before it goes out there on the news, I want you guys to know that one of my, um, employees got her arm, got his arm ripped off by a tiger. And everybody is just kind of looking shocked and like, what the fuck? And he says, now I can offer y'all a discount or a rain check. No, but he wasn't even like, you guys can have a refund. He's like, y'all can either come back or I'll give you a discount. (laughs) I'm going to write you an IOD. (laughs) Yeah, basically. I would have been like, okay, this is wild. So that was a huge highlight to me. Right here. Let me see this. (laughs) Yeah, I I would want to see that too. I'm fine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The third thing, the third thing, and it happened several times throughout the series, is whenever Joe said, that bitch Carol Baskin. 
every single time he said that phrase, I was just living my best life. <laughs> and it's said many times. That would have been a great buzz sentence. How? Hell yeah. <laughs> I want a shirt that says that bitch Carol Baskin. Well, he had his whole, I don't think they were podcasts, but those like mini videos that he would make all about that bitch Carol Baskin. And Ryan, tell our audience, this is another little spoiler alert, but just like what he would do in those little mini videos. About Carol oh my God. So, okay. So these are like some of the moments that shouldn't be funny, but really are funny. Like he would make these videos about Carol Baskin that he's like, um, basically sabotaging her, but he had this uh, medical dummy, probably from his EMS days. That's where he got the jacket, I assume. Is it um, trades, listener? It kind of looked like one of those CPR dolls, right? Yeah. But he would dress it up as Carol Baskin and like shoot at it. <laughs> and I think he filmed like in front of her property because I think she saw a video and she was like, "Wait, that's my sign." Oh, yeah. And then he dressed in, I believe it was like a bunny outfit um, or some sort of. Oh, yeah. Because Carol Baskin kills rabbits. Yeah. I'm not going to go any further into that. You have to watch it to see. <laughs> um, but like, there are so many moments that shouldn't be funny. Um Okay, so like when the election campaign was happening, I mentioned that one of the tigers was pulling. Um, Joe by the shoe and he was like somebody put perfume on me on my shoe and then when it came to uh, Carol who it cut to her in a later episode like cats don't aren't attracted to cologne or perfume if you want somebody to eat them then you rub them all over with sardine oil and mind you one of her husbands has gone missing and it's highly speculated that she fed him to the animals uh so i think it's very coincidental that she knows about this sardine oil trick also if you need a confession there it is yeah, exactly. Um, other moments that shouldn't be funny, there's a guy completely naked being interviewed in his bathtub. Oh, yeah. That's a small bathtub, but I'm there for it. Oh, um, one of his husbands has a tattoo right above his wee-wee that says property of Joe Exotic. One of the best things I've ever seen. Oh, um, not a good one. His yeah. eyebrow ring, which... Oh, my God. <laughs> it's literally... I saw a meme, and I love this so much. It's hanging on by, like, a thread. And so people are just like, oh, my gosh. My sanity through this whole shelter in place is hanging on, like, Joe Exotic's eyebrow ring. And I'm, like, 100% completely agree. So if you're starting it for the first time, please take note of Joe Exotic's eyebrow ring. And placement. <laughs> Yeah. Um, of course, I already mentioned Carol's outfit at the beginning of the show, but just in general, her outfits in as a whole are like really, really funny to me because they're always cat prints with the flower crown. Or the tiger hats. That she the tiger has. hats. Oh my God, the tiger hats. We'll have to post that too because it's too good not to. Um. Okay, hold on. This isn't funny. Drug drug use is not funny, especially when it becomes to an abusive point. But 
there was that guy he was totally ODing being interviewed like in one of the last episodes sitting on the bed oh i believe so I yeah everyone was definitely under the influence of some sort of meth like drug well yeah i mean which has been uh, not confirmed but loosely confirmed um, no they straight up said on the show like yeah we were doing meth and that's well we'll get to this at a later quote but that's definitely like how apparently joe exotic would get his straight his straight husbands to you know walk on the wild side with him yeah yeah they were definitely straight but i saw a meme that was like i'm straight but a bag of meth is a bag of meth <laughs> that's the truth just <laughs> we are just poking fun at obviously the moments that shouldn't be funny but definitely gave us a giggle yeah um i mean on that note, I want you guys to tell me what moments made you laugh that aren't necessarily supposed to be funny, but sorry, not sorry, they are. Yeah, sorry, not um, sorry, but pink outfits for Halloween um, are definitely something that I think we should look into to reach oh, for sure. the wedding as a three ring circus. We just need one other. Okay, hold on. That wedding that wedding okay that was another funny moment the wedding was so it was like stage everything seemed stage but it wasn't it was just joe exotic's lifestyle and life and what he wanted to create oh and they're wearing matching hot pink shirts which he later wears in like one of his campaign videos um Love and then like Michael's clothing yeah. outfit. <laughs> he even has a priest outfit <laughs> that he wore in the here that he wore in the here kitty kitty video, which is about Carol Baskin feeding her husband to the tigers. I it says you, he says you can't find this meat at the zoo. Might as well just tell you guys right now, Joe Exotic uses old or expired meat from Walmart to feed his cats and kittens drink. Yeah. Oh my God. But the thing is he's very charitable and he allows his employees to go through the recycled meat first to take dibs on it. Oh yeah. Remember when he started the pizza and food at the park? Yep. And oh my God. We were able to eat compliments of the chef. And that sausage pizza just might happen to be, you know, <laughs> expired sausage from Walmart's last big hole. <laughs> tombstone, putting you in the tombstone. There you go. Um, hold on. One last moment that I, um, I'm ashamed to have laughed at this moment, but one of the key characters um, tragically passes away um, in toward the end of the series, I want to say in the sixth or seventh episode. And um, Joe is delivering this beautiful eulogy to him and says the quote, this is not verbatim, whatever I was feeling sad, he was put as smooth balls on my face. They were golden nuggets. Um, 
during a eulogy talking about the deceased person and then turns the funeral into his own concert. And the thing is, it shows the audience and people are crying. They're They're moved by it. Because, hey, well, yeah, half may have been moved, but they might have been crying because they have no control of the situation. <laughs> Let's see before turn a eulogy into your own. Um, I saw a tiger song and dance, then you know what? That's exactly why he's not your average show. He's not. <laughs> On that note, you crazy cats and kittens, enjoy this next commercial in order to uh get a little bit of your drink on. Enjoy, and we'll be back very soon to have some fun games and facts. Here's Yibby. Cats. Bitches gossip. Bees buzz. All right. And we are back. If you follow us on Instagram at TVB's podcast, that's at TVBSPODCAST. Um, Y went on the story a few days ago, and we wanted to gather some fan questions, and we chose our three favorite fan questions that were submitted to us um, for us to answer. So the first question that we got is, are we Team Exotic or Team Carol? I think I can speak for both of us when I say that we are for sure Team Exotic. All the way, 100%. Yeah. Like, I I hate Carol. Could watch her for 24 hours nonstop, but I hate her. I could watch... Yeah, I could watch Joe do the most fucked up shit, but I'm like, I love him. You know, because of this docuseries, they are now uh, investigating Carol, which, flip side, um, is actually quite amazing as a producer to just be like, oh, man... Flip side of this, everyone thinks that Joe Exotic, well, not everyone, but there are a majority of people that aren't Team Exotic um, and really wanted to nail him for certain things that he's done in his past or that he's done at the park. But now it's just like complete role reversal where it's like, finally, there's this investigation further on Carol and where her husband is, what part she played. There's such a sideline story to Carol and that deserves its own second yeah. series, which I believe that they're coming out with at least a movie. Yes. Yeah, starring, um, it, it, uh, she's from SNL. Is it Kate McKinnon? Is that her name? Yes. Um, yes. Yes. She's going to be great. <laughs> She looks like her. That's crazy. That is crazy, and her voice is somewhat like deep and yeah. But I'm glad. I'm glad that you mentioned an investigation because I believe there was never an investigation about him. But there were just a couple of theories. I think one of them was that he went to Costa Rica because he would go there often. Mm -hmm. Another one is that he got pushed out of a plane in the middle of the Florida Gulf or something like that. Oh, the keys in the car. Oh, yeah, the keys in the car. There's that one. And then there was the, um, you know, the fact that Carol could possibly fed her husband to the tigers after rubbing him in sardine oil. She also uh, um, wrote herself into the will. Oh, yes. Yes. And her bitch ass amended the power of attorney that if he was deceased or disappeared. And the lawyer was like, I have never seen that phrasing on a power of attorney before. 
Exactly. So I just think that there's so many key elements that are kind of like missed um, because everything's like Joe Exotic this and Joe Exotic that. But in reality, it's like, oh my gosh, you guys were on a literally gold mine with Carol right now. Like, let's lock her ass up. Yeah. All the things that she's done. And the cool part about, um, I guess another spoiler alert is you get to hear from Carol's um, former husband, we'll say, the wife, his kids, and that is unreal. And I just can't believe that. It's so, I just feel like it's like a third or less of what the whole like series is following, but it deserves to be at least, yeah, a movie in itself or so happy that, (laughs) so happy that we're now uh, looking more into this disappearance because as funny as it may be, it's like, no, this is actually super serious. Sardine oil. Oh, for sure. Um, team exotic all the way baby the next uh the next fan question that we received is what are your most famous celebrities that were featured or favorite memes that came from the show involving other celebrities uh, i did hear Uh, um cardi b is hoping to start or maybe she already has a gofundme to free joe exotic because she is by his side, a hundred percent, all the way. Okay, <laughs> exactly. Um, I was especially um thrilled to see Shaq make an appearance at the zoo. Oh my gosh, he wants to. Oh, I'll get into this in a little bit, but he wants no, to go ahead about that. Um, there were also a couple of Bravo TV show um D list celebrities that made an appearance as well. That's true. Wasn't um, wasn't Kathy Griffin one of them? Oh, I missed her. I might have to go back and rewatch now that we're doing this podcast. I might be lying. I was stoned off my ass watching it, living my best life. I could definitely see her being there. Um, one meme that came up featuring a celebrity um, that I shared with Gina was there's this picture of Britney Spears uh, performing on, you know, when she did that I'm a Slave for You performance at the 2001 or two VMAs um, holding the snake? Well, the tiger in the background is being handled by none other than Doc Antle. Oh my gosh. That is so wild. And then there's also a picture of Britney Spears and Carol Baskin is sitting right next to her. And I'm like, okay, was Carol there to, in support of Joe to see what Joe was doing in protest of the animals? But she's there. She was somehow a part of Doc Antle's sex cult. Yeah. This all, you know, became a a real thing. Hmm. Conspiracy. Okay, last question. (laughs) <laughs> who is your favorite cast member oh my gosh um i mean to be honest i it has to be joe for me okay um oh god as much as i want to say joe or carol for all of the wrong reasons i'm going to say that it has to be 
Oh, this is tough. I am quite obsessed with the first husband, the one, the property of Joe Exotic. And I hate that I forget his name because it seems there was Joe, Travis, and John. John. John is the one I'm obsessed with. John Finley. John Finley. Mr. Meth Mouth himself. (laughs) Which he ended up um, covering up that pot too at the very end. He sure did. And he got some veneers. Oh my gosh. We need to post that. Or dentures. Probably dentures. He had nothing to attach the veneers to. You know, it would be a really fun drinking game as well is to drink every time you see him shirtless, which is every time he speaks. You know, I read a story about that. And the reason that he was shirtless the whole time is because he's actually super proud of his tattoos and piercings. And he wanted to display them for the world to see the art that he put on his body. Oh, you don't say. It's quite a beautiful thing. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So thank you guys for submitting fan questions. Every Wednesday, check our Instagram for questions about the series that we'll be filming on um, Friday or Saturday to be airing every Sunday. Um, The next thing that I want to do is, of course, because we always love games here at TVBs, whether it's a drinking game or a uh, game about how crazy we might be getting at any given moment, I want to buzz with our BuzzFeed quiz of the week, which I will put in our link tree in case you guys want to see which Tiger King character or personality you are um do you have the link up gina i do perfect so what i'm going to do is i'm going to uh read off the first options uh the first question or statement briefly list out the options that we could choose and then i'll say what i chose and you tell me what you chose and we'll go to the next question and then reveal who we are perfect sound good Perfect. First, pick an animal print you'd wear while shopping. The first is a brown and white giraffe print. The other one is a pink with silver holographic leopard print. The other one is a really nice uh, Mary J. Blige style snake print. Next up, we have a traditional cheetah print. Next up, we have a black crocodile print. And then we have a zebra print. I'm choosing the pink and silver. I am choosing the snakeskin because I wore this same exact print in shoes for my engagement shoot. So right on the money. (laughs) Hell yeah. Well, what department do you go to first? Clothing, hardware, pets, sports and outdoors, electronics or beauty? I usually hit up the beauty section first. I hit clothing. For sure. What meat would you buy? Frank's Red Hot Buffalo Wings, Parmesan Encrusted Tilapia Filets, Beyond Meat, Beyond Sausage Brats in the original flavor, New York Strip Steak, Glazed Ham, or Salmon? This is not the Walmart meat that is um, discussed in the documentary. No, no, no. This is, this is like fresh. You can get it from the grocery store. 
I'm going to go ahead and go with steak because we just purchased that from Target today. Nice. I'm going to go with buffalo wings. Oh, hell yeah. What kind of dipping sauce? Oh, um, always, always ranch or ranch mixed with honey mustard. Ooh, no blue cheese? No. You know what? I love gorgonzola, hate blue cheese. Hmm, interesting. But fun fact, I recently learned that buffalo wings were not made from buffaloes. They're actually chicken. Interesting. I know, right? Uh, what department do you usually never go into? Clothing, sports and outdoors, hardware, beauty, grocery, or electronics? Hardware. I think hardware, yeah. Okay. What condiment is always on your list to buy? Barbecue sauce, catsup, Nutella, peanut butter, steak sauce, or hot sauce? I'm going to say peanut butter. I went with ketchup. Huge fan. Because fun, fun fact, fact, I'm allergic to tomatoes, so I can't eat barbecue sauce or ketchup. And I hate Nutella. I chose peanut butter. What did you choose? I chose ketchup. Nice. Nasty. Uh, what is... <laughs> okay. What is the one item you always forget you needed to buy? Toilet paper, laundry detergent, deodorant, toothpaste, shampoo, or countertop cleaner? Mm, I'm going to go with toilet paper because it's so relevant right now. Um, I always for, I always forget to get laundry detergent, and then I end up having to buy it, like, at the laundromat. And then, last but not least, you ready for this? Hell yeah. Okay. What is the one impulse item you buy while waiting at the checkout? A People magazine... Extra peppermint chewing gum, flaming hot Cheetos, Snickers, a Red Bull, or a Diet Coke. I always go for the candy. I'm going to go with People Magazine. Okay. God damn it. I got that bitch Carol Baskin. Oh my gosh. I got Rick Perkham. Oh, okay. He's an interesting fellow. He's the one who records um, Joe Exotic's uh, uh, unfortunately canceled reality show. Exactly. There's also some great uh, about him too. Well, uh, G, thank you for playing along. I think that was really fun. Uh, Guess comment below exactly what uh, character you got if you feel like taking the test. I'm excited to see who falls into the Carol category like me. I'm so disappointed with who I got. I thought I was Yeah, me too. <laughs> I thought I was going to get at least Joe Exotic. Damn it. We might have to retake this. Just kidding. It is what it is. It is what it is at this point. Well, Gina, you have a few talking points for us. So I'm going to go ahead and refill and let you talk about the wonderful power ranking and all of the facts that you uh, have discovered. Oh because Gina is the only person on this podcast who actually fact checks things. <laughs> what is the now? So first, I have tons of time on my hands, obviously, but the first article I want to discuss 
This is coming from thefederalist.com. It's a power ranking of the craziest people in Tiger King. And go figure. I mean, it's every single character. There's seven of them. I'm just going to briefly go over them. Spoiler alert. But also, if you've watched the docuseries, good for you. You'll know who I'm talking about. We're going to start from seven and go all the way to one. So seven is good old James Garretson. He is known most frequently on memes online as the human Chucky doll. I mentioned him in one of my highlights as riding on that wonderful jet ski. It's so funny and we'll post it later. But his craziest moment is going into business with Jeff Lowe. I don't know if that's really the craziest moment. I don't typically um, want to say yes to all these crazy moments because I think we can all say that if you just look at him, it's it's pretty uh, nutso itself. But make no and just follow him yourself because I don't believe that's the craziest thing that he's done on the docuseries. Number six is a good old favorite, Doc Antle. Um, his craziest moment is starting a tiger cult, but I think also starting a sex cult should be mentioned as well. Um, one of the highlights that I didn't mention earlier about Doc Antle is one of the first scenes that he's introduced to the docuseries. He's riding on an elephant, and that is the type of personality that he has, a big personality. He's riding in on an elephant to all of the guests at his Big Cat State Park drink, please. But he's also riding this elephant. And Ryan, let me know if you remember this. He's riding the elephant around town as well. I'm guessing the town is very small. But I mean, imagine just looking out your window and it's like, oh, there's Doc again. He's just riding by on good old insert name of elephant there. Um, very interesting character. That and fucking elephant. <laughs> um, just continuing down the lane of crazy, Jeff Lowe. Craziest moment continuing to employ Alan Glover. But I think we most know this character for a variety of reasons, but he's most seldomly shown carrying tiger cubs in suitcases to Vegas. And this was a thing. Um, in Vegas, he apparently tried to set up a limo service complete with tiger cubs. So you'd get in the car, you'd get to your destination or location, and the cubs would be in the driving service with you. You'd take photos, you'd pay extra money. But then going to these casinos, these different hotels, they would be delivered to your room. And these are like influencers that are taking photos with these cubs, right? It's like famous or D-list celebrities or just women that are on that Vegas hype that want to post a photo and then go to the club later. So I think that honestly is a great part of the docuseries because who knew this was happening? A secret wild cub ring in Vegas. I definitely didn't know about it all my times being in Vegas. And I'm so I didn't show up on the documentary. The only time I ever saw tigers in Vegas, I remember when I was like in middle school, I went with my parents and whichever um, 
whichever, uh, was it Penn and Teller or whoever they were that worked with all of the cats, the magicians. Um, I remember walking through the lobby of the, yes, them. I remember walking through the hotel that Siegfried and Roy were at and the cats were just like in these big like windows, like in the lobby. Yeah, Um, that was Mirage. Yeah. Okay. Do you you remember that too? Like 20 years ago? Yeah. And unfortunately, one of them passed away. Oh, no. They would have have mentioned something about that when they were in Vegas, which I don't believe they did. But it would have been interesting to know if they were, if those two, Siegfried and Roy, if they somehow were involved in any of these characters, like interwoven into any of their lives. I guess we'll never know. Moving on along, John Finley is number four. And Ryan, oh, wait, hold on. Really earlier. Hold on. Sorry. Really quick. I just want to mention that as much as I've said I hate Carol, I love to hate her. Jeff is my least favorite person in the entire miniseries. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. What do I don't trust him. About? I don't trust it. I don't trust okay. him. And um, I think he was uh, Carol's first husband. Uh, I'm gonna post a meme on our on our Instagram that uh, people know. Yeah, I mean that might prove everything. All right, I'm sorry. Go ahead, continue. No, no worries. I didn't mean to Kanye you, t- uh, Taylor. <laughs> oh, that's something that's really been in the headlines during this shelter in place. There's some crazy cats. Some crazy cats drink. So John Finley, his craziest moment apparently is marrying Joe Exotic despite not being gay. And now um, he's come out with all of these photos of him and his new set of teeth, him and his new wife. And he said that the reason why he married Joe um, was because of meth. And he was given a large amount of meth usage and just meth in general. So I think that's kind of interesting because it also plays into all of the other husbands of Joe. And I believe there was four. There's one that's not mentioned who passed away because of um, HIV or AIDS, um, which yeah. I read on Wikipedia. But uh, yeah, a lot of these men, if not all, were not gay originally and drug usage was a part of unfortunately their relationship of why they went that extra mile with the good old joe exotic his current husband seems actually gay and in love with him though yes i want to know more about him dylan dylan is that where the passage comes from it's dylan passage right i believe so yeah yeah he's actually very attractive i think yeah he seems like he actually means well and like just wants the best for joe so i mean it's actually quite heartbreaking hearing them talk toward the end of the series hey ryan hold on a second i get i have a knock on my door oh my goodness a cat a crazy cat oh my god well before gina goes off about our next subject who is the person that i apparently am according to the quiz i just have to say take a couple of minutes to look up the disappearance of carol baskin's husband 
take a few minutes to look her up on YouTube. Um, This woman is beyond insane. She is the definition of batshit crazy. Um, But also, think of her as a style icon for all of those cool cats. Drink up. And kittens out there with her. Ryan, what happened? It was DoorDash or some delivery service, and somebody delivered a salad ranch and a pizza. (laughs) It wasn't me. I can guarantee it was not me. Okay. This is so, so kind. I knew. So, you guys, just disclaimer. I live in a very small town and we've had many knocks on our door and I tried to clear out a full hour to dedicate to Ryan and our podcast and all of you guys. And I even told my parents like, FYI, let's reconvene um, after five (laughs) because 5 p.m. our time, um, Pacific Standard Time over here in California because I wanted no disruptions, but honestly, that was the best disruption. Because That's awesome, especially because we were just talking about ranch and pizza. Oh my gosh, so, so happy. So I was just going off about Carol Baskin, and the last thing I want to say before you go on to her, who is number three, um, is that, you know, she really is a style icon for those crazy cats and kittens out there. So, um, you know, you do your thing, Carol. I hope you burn in hell and jail. There you go. And you know what? I completely agree with that. They have in this Federalist article, the craziest moment, allegedly feeding her husband to the tigers. You guys be the judge. I don't think there's a slant or twist to this docuseries at all. I really believe that Carol is a culprit and I think that she's going to rot in H E double L. And I do think that Joe's going to get out and I think she's going to go in and that's the twist that we are living for. I hope so. All right. What does the, uh, what does the federalist have to say about Ms. That bitch, Carol Baskin. Oh my gosh. Okay. So besides, um, Hey, all you cool cats and kittens, which mind uh, you, if you guys love, there's a great, um, TikTok Carol voice that is hilarious, but anything anyways, they want to say, let's get one thing straight. Carol Baskin definitely had a partner. Second husband, Dawn's disappearance. So if you see her second husband, Ryan, you're correct in stating that her first husband was. Oh, possibly Jeff Lowe. Yes. Um, we'll have to do a little bit deeper dive on that because I think that could be huge in this investigation because we're, you know, obviously detectives here. I didn't even think about this, but her husband at the time, which you'll find out because of um, the the mother and the the kids um, of good old Dawn, God rest her soul. Dawn was cheating on her at the time. And the theory is that Carol suspected this cheating was happening and that he was going to leave her. So she did something, AKA kill him, to get his millions of dollars. Something we haven't also mentioned as well. Gold he was digger. So... I mean, let's be honest here. Sardine oil, tigers, 
millions of dollars in your reach. So guilty. What would you do? I would obviously not do what she did. I hope not. Um, to make sense for us to share that million, that's a show. Moving on to number two and one. Alan Glover is number two. Craziest moment is accepting money to kill Carol Baskin and spending it on drugs. I a lot of people might not know who Alan Glover is because he is a key player towards the end of the docu-series. And I feel like those episodes are kind of like missed because people are like, oh, I get what's going on here. I understand where this is heading. But um, who could steal the number two spot from Carol? This one time and perhaps still employee of Jeff Lowe was in prison at age 17 for assault and sports a teardrop tattoo. That's right. During employment, he allegedly takes 3K from Joe Exotic to kill Carol Baskin. That is... Yeah, that's the facts. Um... Alan is by far the member of the Tiger King cast you would least like to meet in a dark alley. For sure. And as Rick James said it best, cocaine is a hell of a drug. So, I mean, he said it best. But the thing is, I think he just went there to do drugs to Florida. Yes, you're right. Oh, wow. It all comes full circle. Drugs, drugs, drugs all over this damn series. Who's number one? (laughs) Well, none other than Joe Exotic. And the craziest moment, all of them. And that's where I'm going to leave that article. Yeah, I think that's a pretty accurate article, actually. It hit all the crazies. (laughs) Um, I love that. Now, of course, Gina is the only person who facts checks on this show, and I think that you found a few facts that you want to share with us, if I'm correct? Oh, for sure. Okay, so I'm going to go through this one a little bit more quickly, and this is basically just um, one of the articles I found super interesting from CNET.com, Tiger King, Nine Things You Didn't Know About Netflix Insane Hit Show. Joe's singing, John's missing teeth, Carol's missing husband, all things you might have missed. Now, to be honest, I don't think a lot of you have missed really any of these, but I'm going to go through them just in case you have. Number one is Joe's singing. Um, Spoiler alert. This is a huge spoiler alert, but Joe did A, not write those songs, and B, did not record those songs. So fact checker discover that um, although Joe did sing somewhat on certain songs, which you might hear in recent podcasts that we'll get to later, it's actually not um, his real voice. So he hired country music stars, um, which is why some of those means mentioned Tim McGraw, which is not one of the people. But just FYI, unfortunately, that mostly isn't Joe singing. Don't blame the tiger for that missing hand, which I think is actually super interesting because that was one of your highlights originally. So I'm just going to read this one fully because I I didn't know any of these things. So um, that character is her, Safri? Kelsey Safri. Saf, one of Joe's employees, is obviously seen immediately after being bit by a tiger in one of the episodes um, she has chosen to have injured her hand 
by being amputated rather than undergo numerous operations, returns to work just five days later and shows up throughout the house, just shows up throughout the show displaying a stump. But apparently, this is a statement from 2013. I broke protocol and stuck my hand in a cat cage instead of using the stick provided. This is, you know, obviously none of us were there, but um, I just got complacent. The tiger didn't pay the ultimate price for the bite. And I don't know if I actually agree with this. I feel like we'll find out through this um, podcast that we'll mention early or at a later date. But um, I don't know. I still think that that was all Saf. Saf was like super committed to everything and she was just ready to just move on with life and not let this be something that exactly. like but would you hindered show her. Up, like three to what was it like a couple days later yeah like five days later I would never I would need at least like five weeks just to like emotionally recover from losing a limb <laughs> I mean, I just wish I was there at the park to hear that epic speech from Joe Exotic. <laughs> me too. Me too. Oh my gosh. Epic. <laughs> Guys, imagine at any type of like park or even like a water park or an amusement park and someone's like, hey guys, um, someone fell off that roller coaster over there. <laughs> Please don't... um walk through the premises but if you want to move forward basically just pay me <laughs> give me all your money and i'll give you a discount on my undies and music videos um, number three we know this already john finlay got his teeth fixed and we're gonna post that photo of those beautiful new pearly whites um number four this is interesting didn't know this those alligators were famous so I'm going to read through this one. Tiger King is mostly about the big cats, although the reptile residents of the park have a sad storyline in one of those episodes when their enclosure catches fire. So John Finley told David Spade in a video interview that some of the alligators at the exotic animal park came from Michael Jackson's Neverland Ranch. So happy that we can get MJ involved in this twisted story as well. I didn't know that, but... Huh. Who would have thought? <laughs> and some say that it was a plot twist on um, that Joe Exotic did it himself. But to be honest, we all know the real culprit. And that is that, that bitch. bitch, Carol Baskin. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, moving on to number five. I'm not sure how do you pronounce his last name. Renke? John Renke's legs was even worse than described. So what you'll see John um, mostly throughout the docu-series with, he has some like badass faux legs, those artificial legs that have kind of like different tattoos. From a tiger bite or the tigers or any of the big cats, but from an accident finding out that he actually tumbled 55 feet to the ground, crushing his legs from, it looks like a pulley malfunction from a bungee jump accident. So just to confirm fact checking, it wasn't from any of Joe Exotic's big cat friends. Drink. Number six, Shaq is not Joe Exotic's friend. So if you've seen anything from 
Shaq recently, besides him, basically, um, he's a DJ also, besides his recent shelter in place memes on Instagram of him DJing in the kitchen for his all of his kids. Um, he wants to set the record straight and say, I met this guy, not my friend, don't know him, never had any business dealings with him. Because they definitely portray him as being like, quote unquote, friends with Joe Exotic, which I mean... I would want to be like an acquaintance at least, but he wants to set the record straight and say, no, they were never friends. Um, Number six or number seven, I'm sorry, moving right along, petting the Cubs has a dark side. So there's a quote here that most of the Tigers we were around were subjected to cruelty, unfortunately, which I think um, a lot of people want to put a spin on what Joe Exotic did and the reasons why they dislike him leading to animal cruelty. Um, We saw babies being torn from their mothers and screaming. They'd get sick from being handled so much and get ringworm and manage. It was all so disturbing. Um, And that's coming from a director and writer from the show. So there's that. Believe what you will. And number eight, Carol's missing husband is still missing. We know that. Thank you. We're going to post a missing sign as well. Because he would be 81 years old. He's a white man and 170 pounds. Last seen on 8-18-1997. Wait, 1997? Yeah. So did they film this like a long time ago? I guess. Huh. That's interesting. That's a long ass time. That's like 20 something years or something. If you guys have heard anything. Oh, yeah. And I, it's just ironic how they chose a shelter in place to, you know, show us crazy come people. Out with all of this, but you guys, <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, they just really wanted us to see how batshit Carol is and how guilty she is. Like, right? 100. she's the real culprit. We know it, and we're gonna post a meme about that too. But call eight one four seven. Everyone, go tattletale on that. Here fucking go. Carol Baskin. shit crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm honestly dying at that post about... I didn't notice it earlier. I just, like, skimmed over the, like, um, missing still poster. Like, can we put this on a milk carton? Yeah, let's put it on a milk carton. Anyway, also, fine. let's uh, print out flyers, and once this quarantine is over, let's post um, missing signs on all of the telephone poles, and also post signs saying that batshit crazy Carol Baskin did this. Hashtag free Joe Exotic. Um, hashtag... Big Cat Entertainment. Speaking of big cats, how are you feeling? Because I'm feeling very, very roarish. I'm Meow. feeling like a big cat. Same, same. A big cat. Ooh. And this just in, Joe Exotic has filed a $94 million lawsuit and has asked President Trump for a pardon. So I think from everything that I've heard, I've watched, I've read, is that with Carol Baskin's case now being like deeper investigated, him asking Trump for a pardon, 
I mean, let's see what the rest of this quarantine and 2020 has in store of us. Because if we know anything from the start of 2020, it's cat crazy. Between Don't Fuck With Cats, Joe Exotic, we out here. I completely agree. Good for you with that 19% vote, Joe Exotic. <laughs> now you can actually take it all the way. He's definitely the fan favorite of 2020 so far. He's definitely taken the cake over Miss Rona and uh, the potential World War Three at the beginning of the year. Um, and on that note, we will be right back. Cats. Bitches gossip. Bees buzz. Okay, so we are back. Um, I have um, a modified segment. So if you listen to season one, you know that we used to do the book buzz where we would give uh, something to read that would go along with the series or was in a similar vein of that series. And um, we realized, you know, there are so many other facets of entertainment that you could follow up on these shows. Um, So this is now, I mean, it's a working title, but like, you know, maybe the Bees Buzz selections or who knows. We'll put up a voting thing on the Instagram story later this week. So uh, tune in to find out what uh, what we've decided on for the name of this segment. But um, I have a couple of things to recommend. Um, One is... Don't Fuck With Cats, which is another Netflix series that basically um, shows uh, the power of the online cat community. They actually were able to catch a murderer. It's super dark, super twisted, but also highlights um, animal abuse and crazy people. So I think it's definitely in the same vein. Another thing that I found recently is there was this man, uh, Robert Moore, who stayed with Joe Exotic for seven days to interview him. He wrote a uh, magazine slash online article about him and also created a podcast about him through I believe it's Wondery um, and there are four episodes they're about an hour long super fun to watch gives another insight but he has this Twitter thread that I'll link in our link tree in our bio uh, that basically goes over I think it's like 25 or 28 random trivias that were not shown or on the Tiger King or further explains some of the things that you might have had questions about so that's a super interesting read that I definitely recommend Um, what about you totally that sounds so amazing and I can't wait to check it out because I mean why not I have tons of time on my hands right now. So I have two um, quick things I'll share. I just listened to comedian Jeff Ross. He has a podcast called Thick Skin with Jeff Ross. And you guys, honestly, if you're to do anything today besides listen to our podcast, please immediately go listen to his podcast where it's called Joe Exotic Calls Me From Prison. That's the episode but Joe literally calls him from prison in Texas. And I have a couple of hilarious quotes that I just want to share from good old Joe Exotic himself. Meat is better than Walmart meat, he says about the food in prison, which I think 
so exotic at this point is so ecstatic that his dream has come true of actually becoming literally famous overnight. Not the famous in his small town, but I mean like nationwide famous. Like he is shelter in place, you know, like that's all anyone is talking about. So he is ecstatic, but I think he's also like kind of playing on himself as well because he knows what was filmed. He knows what people are saying. He knows the talk that's circulating. Um, so the Walmart meet, love that quote. I think that's hilarious. And he's probably getting treated pretty damn good in prison itself. Um, uh, some other things that made me laugh. I've already turned like nine gay, nine guys gay here. I'm getting better at it. I didn't even have to use meth this time. So he does talk about having a, a prison boyfriend too, which is hilarious. And of course, I mean, he's not, that prison boyfriend is not gay. So they definitely go. Exactly. What else are you going to do? Um, I miss having sex with tigers the most. Sometimes <laughs> this is a random quote he goes like down this rabbit hole with, but I think he's just trying to cause a reaction. I don't really believe that he ever touched any of his tigers in that way. Sometimes you have to kill a couple tigers to save a thousand. So. Oh, he did say I am tiger. So there. And then he ended on this quote. Bottom line is that I love wildlife and I love cats. And if you can find it in your heart to adopt, whether it be a little cat or a big cat, by the way, please drink twice. It will improve your life drastically. It all depends on you and this will save you. That's what I was trying to get across as I reflect in prison. And he also says, please free Joe Exotic. So Cardi B's already there. <laughs> Cardi B's already working on it, Joe. You know, um, it's amazing. Sorry, but it's amazing that people like um, Cardi B are advocating for him because I believe it was just maybe like last year, uh, Kim Kardashian was advocating um, to get this woman released out of prison who uh, murdered somebody after I believe she was um, like being sex trafficked by this person for several, several years and like was being pimped out. And she basically acted in self-defense and, you know, exonerated this person who, you know, was guilty under certain circumstances. And whether Joe did it or not, I mean, nothing was carried out and there wasn't like necessarily uh, an astounding amount of willpower going on with this deal. So I think it's really cool that people are advocating for such an iconic um, Tiger King daddy with the hottest eyebrow piercing ever. <laughs> yes, 100% completely agree with you, Rejo Exotic. I'm not going to get a tattoo of that. Yeah, Rejo Exotic. VR, so. Oh, actually, let's do it. Come on. <laughs> On <laughs> um, my second supplemental information is coming from Lights Out Lo-Fi, David Spade. So David Spade interviews basically all of these cast members from the docuseries. And I heard through the grapevine, aka from a good old Joe Exotic through prison, he called me personally, just kidding, but 
he wants David Spade to play him in the upcoming whatever it is. So that could, I guess he got the inspiration from Joe Dirt. So if you're a Joe Dirt fan or know the Joe Dirt mantra, I think it would definitely be like 100% alignment. Um, but that's my second supplemental information, I think. Totally check out Thick Skin with Jeff Ross, the comedian, um, and then also Lights Out Lo-Fi, David Spade. I'm definitely going to check those out, specifically the David Spade one, because he's really entertaining, and I'm sure that these interviews are just going to fascinate me farther. I really can't get enough of reading enough about all of these characters and seeing additional stuff. But moving on, if you know us, you know that we choose a king bee and a queen bee of each series um, or show. Gina, what's yours? Okay, so uh, I don't know how I completely forgot about this character, but my queen bee is actually going to go to Barbara Fisher. Now, Barbara Fisher, if you remember in the docuseries, She's sitting in her living room and she's recounting her experience working for Doc Annell from, I believe, 2007. Um, it's episode two of the documentary. And she's discussing how, I mean, basically she thought that she was going to this utopia, which it said on the Safari's website. She thought she was going to train animals using the principles of yoga etc. And then in all honesty, she showed up and she was so young at the time, but um, she goes into talking about how it was like a cockroach infested um, area. They didn't get paid. She was working all of these crazy hours and she really just like wanted to be a part of not a sex cult, obviously, which it later on revealed itself to be. But she loved animals and she was too like very hippy dippy. And um, I think I would not be doing justice if I didn't mention mention her because she spent a great deal of time there. And um, I think that we should definitely look at her as getting out in an inspiration to telling her story because I'm sure she probably got paid well I mean I'm sure like Doc Antle probably wanted to pay her some crazy amount of money to not say all of these things that she ended up saying um and telling her truth but she told her truth and I think that more people are going to come out as this docuseries has presented itself to the media so good for her for being the first one um and hopefully there's more that will come after her <laughs> um, and then obviously, uh, um, my king bee goes to Joe Exotic himself. I mean, he has a very interesting past, which you can do your own research on. Um, and to be honest, I think a lot of his past about um, possibly being raped, trying to commit suicide, going through troubled times, I think where he is now unfortunately he is behind bars but I think he's like your coming of age tale in all honesty of him like finding who he's always wanted to be and become and hopefully through this docuseries um he's done that and can finally be content and happy with with who he is totally uh 
I think you're right. Now, as for my king B, it is the complete opposite. It's actually Bhagavan Doc Antle, um, the the inventor of the big cat entertainment industry, and definitely uh, the person who is, uh, you know the inspiratic joe is my queen bee this episode because he is out loud and proud he's not afraid of nobody honey and he is you know if doc is the king then joe is the queen the uh yeah i just love his queerness and yeah he's a queen on the throne and i'm sure he's making a lot of prison friends if you know I what i mean i love that um, I mean, he definitely is out loud and proud. And although I may disagree with your choice of uh, Doc Antle, he is definitely much a leader, very charismatic. And yeah, I mean. And also, he, um, if it wasn't for Doc Antle, Britney Spears wouldn't have been able to have a tiger in her iconic I Am a Slave V VMAs performance. Exactly. So you know what? I guess God bless the USA and God Hell yeah. Antle because we would never have that iconic music video or performance at the VMAs without him. Yes, you heard it here. Now, um, also, you know that uh, we love to rate the series that we're talking about, um, and we give a scale of B+, plus, B, or B-, minus. so together, let's go ahead and just say what we're thinking. For me, it's a B+. Plus. Yeah. Wait, you're just a B. How are you just a B? Oh my god. I am a flat B only because I'm leaving room for the next docu-series and or movie and or follow-up. Um, okay. I see. I respect that. <laughs> I'm not going to call you a bitch-ass bitch now. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I love the series. I highly recommend it. You should check it out. I definitely want to give a sincere thank you note to Netflix for really providing us with something like this at a time of desperate need. Thank you <laughs> for being something. a friend. Um, so as for any final thoughts, I don't really have any final thoughts. I think you're going to watch it. You're going to be entertained. Um, and it's for anybody who is a fan of reality type situations, or if you're an animal lover, I think you'll love it. And who is just really wanting to find something new and exotic and full of cats on <laughs> That's your final, I think. Cheers. But Ryan, please tell our viewers what they can expect um, for our next episode. So for our next episode of TVBs, we are going to be exploring the um, Hulu original series, The Act, which is the true crime story of Dee Dee Blanchard and her daughter, Gypsy Rose Blanchard, and there are tons of side characters and twists and lies and secrets, and we were completely gagged by it, and I think that you guys will really love to hear us talk about it, so that'll be coming out next week. So on that note, peace out, bees. Thank you for listening. We love you. Cheers. Cats. Cat! <laughs> Bye, all you cool cats and kittens. Cheers.
<laughs> Cheers out to that tiger teeny or white claw. Uh, and you can call it a tiger claw if you use your white claw as your mixer with your vodka. <laughs> Amen. <laughs>